There it is. We are here. Salute. Here. Salute, sir, for another episode. This is Evan Layton with H-Town Happy Hour. Derek Dio Talevi with H-Town Happy Hour. And our very special guest today. Chase Patrick, baby. What's Chase up, Patrick, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I appreciate y'all having Chase me on. Patrick. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, glad, glad you made you, it, man. Yeah. Through the yeah. traffic. Through the traffic. And we were right next to each other, dude, which was crazy. I threw the H's up at <laughs> you <laughs> in traffic, yeah. man. I was like, what's up, dude? That's dude. hilarious, because I... I Talk to him right when I talked to you, and y'all both were like, I'm by 16. I was like, bro, tell Chase what's up. Yeah. And then he yeah. actually did. Yeah, he tell did. you what's up. Yeah, he, he called me. He was like, where you at? I'm like, man, I got Palestin right here. He's like, you're right next to me. I was like, I'm right by Palestin, yeah. man. I was like, what are you in, man? He was like, usually I'm in my uh, you know, Ferrari, but today I have my wife's VW. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the girlfriend's facade. <laughs> well, uh, let's go ahead and get this thing started. Chase, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, so Chase Patrick. Um, I guess I'm an entrepreneur, businessman, marketing guru yeah uh, tell the truth live a life of passion cool. uh, and believing in myself and believing in others believing in you know fellows like yourself doing something that you want to do you mm -hmm. wake up and you want to do it every single day yes, sir. um dude, and continue to you know thrive and be around people like y'all yeah. dude you know absolutely. just living in a dream well man i mean that's that's just awesome man yeah. Are you, we really we feel it we feel yeah. it we feel that you feel like that <laughs> man and, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have that drive to want to help out others, yeah. man, and, and you know, and, and, and attach themselves to something cool. Mm -hmm. So, you know, glad you're doing that. Yeah, crazy. Well, I guess well, crazy little thing. So, used to be in music. Used to call myself Chasing Dreams. Ch oh, why, why Ch I called? I'm going to write that down. Yeah, yeah. And why, why I called myself Chasing Dreams was uh, I got out of community college, got a math degree, got a, a music engineer degree. Did some things like this, but uh, I just loved producing music. All uh -huh. my buddies were DJs, DJs, yeah. and uh, I just wanted to record music. And there was like, you know, artists that didn't have the means to like record and stuff. So mm -hmm. I was able to provide like beats and recording and graphic design and some marketing help. I didn't even know I was marketing at that time. <laughs> right. And uh, but I just like had a passion of like living and you know being able and to provide something in someone else's dream. And so you were doing that with your buddies who were doing music. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. What, and what was their names? The group name? Uh, SBMT. As, okay, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, yeah, cool. So you got Brian and Travis, Robbie, Juan, shout Seth. Outs, shout outs, shout yeah. outs. It's a team of DJs. Yeah, a team of yeah. DJs, <laughs> and that's that's what really kind of launched me into into marketing. Cool was uh was that, but just got into it and loved every single bit of bit of it and started DJing and took the ball and ran with it yeah i've lived i've lived i lived a lot in the last 10 years so it's like really hard to explain like we can go from like the very beginning like when i first started at 16 and he's like i couldn't get a mcchicken yeah. all right but now yeah. I'm, I'm sponsoring mcdonald's franchises yeah yeah we're, we're getting there we're gonna get the franchise company i work with up that big but nice. uh, yeah. yeah it all started uh when i was like 15 14 when i was uh you know got a couple c's on my report card or my progress reports and went to the kinko's and was like how do I change these? <laughs> and fig figured out figured out how to do it, and then uh, helped out some other people in in school to do that. And did they give you a out. recipe that could be duplicated? Were they like you just white it out, you scan it, and you turn it in? Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, they had like uh, like back end imaging on it, so you had to pull up like. I got a guy that want, really wanted to help me. There are some people that did not want to help you at all, like yeah. trying to forge things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sir, you're going to need to tell your parents you're not passing math, yeah. okay? And it, and it worked out, you know? <laughs> so, you know, it got me to where I'm at now. I didn't need the grades to, you know, become the position I'm in now. So Creativity. Yeah. 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 Creativity awesome. and hard work and hustle. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Making mistakes. Hell Hell yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, just because you don't excel in school, yeah. like a, like a, high school or a, or a college, something like that. If you aren't ace in all your classes, it's like trying to judge a fish on how well they can climb a tree. It's kind of yeah. like, well, hey, man, you might be better at something else. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. swimming. <laughs> like swimming. <laughs> <laughs> or marketing for fucking elite companies. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Instead of, uh, I can't remember this line in this, pl I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So what, uh, what, what, what are you kind of, what companies are you doing marketing for now? Uh, just one company right now. Uh, yeah. That company is iCryo. iCryo. Yeah, iCryo, cryotherapy, uh, holistic, intelligent human therapy. Uh, yeah. We started with one location. We have 12 locations. Uh, hold the chief marketing officer position. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah, th there's the founders. You have Bill and Kyle Jones who founded the company and gave me an opportunity about six years ago to 
start with creating the logo and it grew into the position I have now yeah and just learning from the experience Absolutely. Uh, you know I've, I've seen I've been with I've worked with over 150 small to mid-sized businesses oh huge this is my third franchise company I've worked with the first one uh, was a company called Beefstros in my early 20s I'm 32 now uh, then I was working with crisp which was my marketing agency which really serviced all the different uh, small to mid-sized businesses, bars, restaurants, yeah. did a couple of big music festivals, uh, Mardi Gras, Galveston, and I kind of like lived two lives. I, I did the crisp like Monday through Friday, just like hustling, making websites, running social media, photo, videos, uh, and then at the nights I was DJing, you know. Partying. I, I loved, well, Sounds I was like getting paid to party. Yeah, okay. It's kind of the dream though, isn't yeah, it, it is. Playa? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah. Like at the end of the night, you're like, should I be getting paid this much to do this? Like, <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little faded right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I just put it in my pocket, put it yeah. here. <laughs> no, but it was, it was awesome. And and then uh, it came to a point where I remember it was like uh, December 2017 and it came, or it was either 2017 or 2018, it came to a point where like DJ career was taking off, like, you know, myself, Travis, Brian, like we were kind of, we were traveling a lot more. Brian and I had already gone to LA um, and done a big music project for a year, made an album. Um, unfortunate situation happened right there. Uh, okay. but it, it was, but it, but that was what got me into into marketing we can kind of talk about that here in a bit um but i remember that i remember december that i had to make a decision whether to go the marketing route and go the business route or go the dj route so crucial it was it like was, fully two committed. roads yeah. diverged in a yellow wood and yeah. sorry i could not travel both yeah it's like shout you, out miss sidbury yeah. for teaching me that poem <laughs> <laughs> and I, I chose the business and marketing life nice uh, regret it no, not at all. Absolutely. I love every single minute of my life. I love waking Wonderful. up. Like the stresses that come with it. It's just it's a be it's a beautiful thing. Like you get to you get to watch people and watch companies like just Flourish. take an idea and grow it into something that not only you know helps themselves but helps X amount of people. Yeah. Depending on how big the company and is. And you get to help them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not just watch. You get to help exactly. them create their dream. And then get to learn from other people. Exactly. That's the that's the coolest part. Like you get to Absolutely. be within like someone else's energy circle. Yep. And then like you have to prove yourself to be inside that energy circle. And then And then know, bring you know, your skills to the table. Yeah, you have to. Yep. Yeah. You have to because then they're just gonna find someone else. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Which has happened. Like, <laughs> well, producer get lost, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah, and so you really have to like, you know, you got to step the fuck up. Yeah. You know, and people need to hear that too. Yeah. Say it again if they didn't hear you. Yeah, you just got to step the fuck up. <laughs> like, dude, there's going to be there's gonna, there were so many times where you just felt like that you're not worthy. Like it's mm. it's being being in the you know, entrepreneurial world and like just, you know, business world and the marketing world like there's a lot of failures. Yep. And it's it's I have this one sign that I've had, you know, almost, you know, for the last 10 years and it literally just says um, believe in believe in your dreams and they may come true, but believe in yourself and it will come true. Mm. And I can, yeah. and I can tell you right now yeah. like my life has like literally become full circle in the last 10 12 years and you know, I'm living in my purpose, I'm living in God's purpose for nice. me. And it's I'll because, the it's most because of the last 10 to 12 years, I had horse blinders on. I learned from my mistakes. Every single day, I gave 150%. I was shooting in the gym yep. seven days a week. Mm. I didn't care what other people said, um, yeah. you know, that try to guide, like, I felt like that they were trying to guide me in the wrong way. Yeah. Or, or maybe or, somebody who has no freaking idea what path you're really trailblazing. Yep. And they'll be like, you know what you need to do? You need an app. And you're yeah. like, shut Oh, yeah. I have so much more things to do. <laughs> I, was, I was literally telling him about this the other day. I'm reading that book, uh, The Art and Science of, of Respect by Jay Prince. And like one of the overarching themes is like, you don't have to see my vision. Just stay out of my way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, or co just come to the table with something that elevates the vision. Yeah. Yes. You know, the only the only reason I became successful in marketing and in business was because I saw niches. Yeah. I saw I didn't, I didn't work with unsuccessful businesses. I found successful businesses and I I, I remember Nobi Pub, which is uh Nobi right there. Yeah, right there on NASA Road One. Kills it. If if anyone's from that area, they were an innovator in not only the Asian American fusion, mm -hmm. um, but with craft beer as well. Yep. Nine, sure ten were. years ago. They were the first one to do over, uh, you know, 30 craft beers in the area, and they were just had lines and everything, and so they were already successful. So I remember sitting at the bar, and I was like, I know they don't have a website, 
So yeah. I sat at the bar, had a drink. And I said, I looked at the manager. And I was like, hey, I know y'all don't have a website. They're like, yeah, I know we don't. We need one. I've How'd been, you I've know been that? Well, let me tell you who I am. Literally, the, the <laughs> manager goes, hey, can you meet us tomorrow? Can you meet the owners tomorrow? I was like, yeah. She was like, well, can you have something ready? I was like, yes. And I remember <laughs> I, I did not sleep that night. I made them a full website wow, that night, man. put all their beers, put nice. their menu, like wow. sourced everything from the internet. Yeah. Because what so many people, so many marketing people. That's so overtime. That hate, is just hate, putting yeah. extra hours. I hate to say this. So many marketing people are just, they're lazy and they're not, they don't like creative think in the way that they need to be creatively thinking. Yep. And so I remember that next day, um, that was the that was the first website that I sold over $1,000, which was like a huge deal. Felt, feels amazing. Yeah. Because I've sold websites on Fiverr. I've, I've built websites for $5, 10 really? $15 yeah. back in the day. <laughs> wow. I have. I've, I've paid people on Fiverr yeah. to, to, to do <laughs> a lot of graphic work for me and stuff. And, and the next day, I, I sat at a table. I had my laptop. I had my iPad. And it's all in presentation because, you know, you have the – you can either sell the sizzle or you can give them the steak. Well, my motto is you give them the sizzle and you give them the steak. Yeah. Like, it's that, it's that, that. Well, that's like the old thing. People say, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Well, why the hell not? Yeah. What do you mean? What, <laughs> why the, would I want a cake if I can't eat it? What do you mean the point of having a cake if I can't eat a slice? <laughs> exactly. Man? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so, so I, I sat down and they, they bought the website right then and there, paid them full, and gave me like two huge cases of like some premier craft beer. And I was like, hell yeah. This is it. I did it. I did it. Wonderful. And, and then the next day, I was like, okay, what's the next big place around here? And Beautiful. Then, what's next? Yeah. What's next? Well, you know what? It's uh, I'm, I'm happy that you were able to say that in your approach to them. Mm. Because for me, it's, uh, it's, you know, kind of like sales is like a natural background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start... A lot of the times, my conversation starts with the goal in mind. Mm -hmm. The end is already... I already know that y'all don't have a website. Hey. Yeah. You know, I was looking at, I was yeah. trying to look for y'all's website online. Yeah. I couldn't find it. Well, we don't have it. You know, cool. I wanted to talk to you about that yeah. also. Asking uh, questions you know the answers to. Exactly. And exactly. it just happens. And some people said no. Absolutely. And then you just keep going. Then like, okay, maybe you don't have the decision power. But like when, like when you're in that sales pro, like I hate, I hate salespeople. Um, I hate. <laughs> I, well, let me say let me say who exactly who I hate. I hate mm -hmm. salespeople who aren't marketing people who sell marketing services. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. like my like biggest like I love like <laughs> in my position like I have to work with the person doing the work. Like doing the if sales. I'm doing websites, I got to work with the developer. I got to okay. work with the des designer. If I'm doing SEO projects, I have to work you know with the SEO specialist mm -hmm. that's like on the back end doing all keyword strategy and everything. Um, because when you're working with liaisons, account managers and stuff, like you lose so much in communication and yeah. they're just Honestly, they're just kind of faking it. Right. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Exactly. And <laughs> there's like, man, we just kind of were given this position. Yeah. 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 And same thing for, for Mardi Gras. When uh, I got the opportunity to work for, I did Mardi Gras. I was on their marketing team for seven years, held a contract with them on the DJ side and on the marketing side. And I literally got invited. You know, it was like Monday and like I had a meeting on Thursday. I was like, hey, you know, Mike wants to meet you. Uh, the current he was the current contract owner of Mardi Gras, and I remember I wrote up three pages of mm -hmm. just line items. I was like, "Dude, y'all are doing everything great, but this is how I can make it better." And I was like, mm. "Run social media like this. You know, build a website around you know Electric Mardi Gras, and like just did it all out." And I literally handed him a piece of paper, and he was like, "You can do all this." And he was, I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "All right." And so we went through negotiations, and you, you create your own job absolutely exactly. so much. And then, and then yeah, after you finish job. it, and then you gotta you always gotta think about exit. Okay, if I do this job, like, what's the exit? Like, am I gonna continue working with y'all? Because as a marketing person, they see that you're a really good person that you want to work with, and they're like, well, what if you can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Yep. And at first, being nice people, like you want, like you want to keep doing it, you and you do, do all this all. shit for free. Yeah. And but then you got to figure out how to monetize it. Right. Well, and well, you know what? There's, and that's why I like to have. I'm comfortable with charging for a good or a service. Yeah. You have yeah. to be comfortable with that because yep. if because if I'm doing something of quality work that I stand behind and I put my name on it. Yeah. I'm allowed to charge you for a service or a good. Yep. End of story. And you sh and and we can't be afraid to ask. You gotta for know the your value, mm -hmm. and you gotta mm -hmm. let them know your value. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's like a you gotta find the happy medium between doing free work to to get yourself out there, and then like knowing how to charge for your services. Yeah. Beca because I'll tell you, you've helped a lot of people on the way up here. A lot, a lot of free work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know, I know. You've helped a lot of people on the way up here, and and there's time six, seven, eight years ago. I'm talking like, dick. Stop <laughs> telling everybody what the frick 
we're doing. And he's like, nah. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna tell it. Him. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell, tell him. him. Yeah. The thing is, is and then they, he and then he has a full time job marketing at uh, yeah. a, a huge company in Houston right. now. Yeah, because right. of it on so. a huge fucking development project right now. Exactly. Right. I, I so saw maybe big, it yeah. works. I saw the big PR announcement a few days ago. <laughs> but a bump five thousand person concert hall. Uh, dude, we're doing it. Dude, we're doing it. Dude, I remember. I remember you gave me a tour at Post HTX right after. Uh, Harvey and yeah. the basement was still flooded. Yeah, and I and I believe it was before the first day and night festival, or maybe uh, in between the first and second one yeah. that y'all did there. And just you, you were telling me this vision, and it's crazy because like the hardest thing is like people have an idea and they want it done tomorrow. Right. When was the first time that you heard about Post HTX? Five six years ago. Okay. Look at where it's going at now. It right. took a five plus year vision, yep. and it's that long term goal. So many and, people are so short term, yes. they just quit. And Correct. it's crazy because so many people couldn't see the vision. Like when we were, when we, uh, our biggest, our biggest hurdle with Post Houston and everything was it, people were like, it was, people didn't believe that, it, like, this isn't real. This yeah. can't be real. Y'all are, it's too, it's too far-fetched. Yeah. Are y'all really going to do this? Yeah. Like you're building a, a mall with a five acre rooftop park. Yeah. And, like, and, that, and that's one of the things that, that I was, you know, bringing up the other day. Some people might not have, they can't see it. Right. They can't right. wrap their head around something that is something that's going to be such a gigantic footstep yeah. here in the city. So as a marketer. As marketers, it's our job to paint that vision for them. Yeah, everything's visual. Painting. Social media is visual, man. It it's is. it's how us humans are trained right now. Everything's yeah. visual. Like anytime I do, any time proposal, strategy, anything now, there's visuals attached to it. Yeah, absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. Uh, content is king, even in presentations and everything. Dude, everything. Yeah. I got, I give a presentation, a corporate presentation every Monday, and it's visual yeah it's like whether like i'm showcasing the sales of the company mm -hmm. or talking about the new graphics that we're producing or the social media posts like like even though it's the same 10 people i see every single <laughs> monday i'm bringing yeah. it to the table and right. it's a presentation so they can fully see like i can sit here and talk about it but if it's it's like when you walk into a bar it's like 360 degree uh 360 degree experience of marketing um and so it's like you know hitting all your five senses of marketing and so if i can tell a story not only through my mouth but at the same you said time five degrees of marketing 360 degrees of marketing and then you said something about chapter five and five senses of marketing five senses yeah yeah, yeah. so 360 I told degrees you i'm taking notes dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so if you walk into a restaurant yeah. and the moment you walk in it smells good it um, it smells good. Everything's like visually pleasing. Oh. Yep. If you turn around and do this, every it's an experience yep. twenty four seven. Everything. Yep. All the, the, the sound is good. Everything yep. like the feel, like the chairs, like feel good. The tables mm. are clean. Like if you put your hand on a table and you it's feel a bunch sticky. of crumbs, yeah. You don't got a bunch of queso in the corner. Yeah. All the senses are so <laughs> important for like not only for an operations of business but for marketing as well too. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just man. It's just crazy. We can talk. We can talk marketing all day. Oh, we love <laughs> everything. We love I can. It. I can tell you so many different scenarios. All the different companies. All the good things. The bad things. Yeah, let's talk about some of those then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about some of the good and the bad things, man. Okay. Let's go with. Okay, what was what was one of the times where you where you felt overwhelmed? Did you have you ever felt overwhelmed with a contract or like with with a proposal or something like that? Where you just like. Yeah. Okay. All the time. Tell me about it. Tell us about it. That's growth, baby. Like, yeah. like so there's there's been times so like let's say like when I was when I was with Crisp um, and I had five website projects at one time. The one big thing that I can tell people is like when you're growing a business, you want to grow yourself out of the business. Like that right. should be your, you want like, it to run without you. Yeah, because I was because I was really a website developer. Um, you know, built I think we got, I have 135 websites underneath my belt, but um. When, Damn. Yeah, but when you're but when you start up a company, is like you're usually good at some like we were just talking about a cake lady before this, yeah. and so case bakes she's coming on yeah. on the thirtieth. Be prepared. And so and and so in my personal <laughs> experience, if I was able to like have the mindset you know eight ten years ago to work myself out of the business, um, I believe that Chris would have been way more successful and I would have been a better business owner. But I was so involved in like I had to make the websites, I had yeah. to be doing the posts on social media. Do you think maybe learning that lesson of grow yourself out of the business had to have been learned? by immersing yourself so much into the business? Yes, 100%. How, because, you, okay, because it's funny. Talk about that 360 degree thing, it's almost like 
you go into it thinking I need to be a hundred thousand percent on this. Yeah. And then it, and then it's like once you've been doing it, a lesson is grow yourself out of the business. You're like, wait a sec, I thought I was supposed to be in the trenches here. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, well, you, I mean, you still are in the trenches. Right. You but have to be. You, you you need to grow yourself out of the business one hundred percent. That's the only way that you can scale. Yeah. And I saw a lot of like growth stunts because I wouldn't grow myself out of the business. I so, wouldn't grow myself out of clients either. Because yeah. once when you get into it, like if you're wow. in a client based business, like you have to have exit strategy. You don't want to be involved with that client forever. Exactly. Because then they're just going to depend on you forever. Like you do the, you know, the ump, whatever the scope of project is for mm -hmm. like, you know, one month, three months, six months, 12 months. Like what is your exit strategy out of it? Gotcha. I don't know. It's interesting. Gotcha. You so, know, you okay. go to websites like. You so, so one of the things I, you know, uh, I know some people have feel their way about sales guys. Right? Yeah, it's okay. But <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sales guy. Yeah, no, That's sure, sure. The only reason I'm here is because I'm a sales guy. <laughs> um, uh, where, where was I with this? Where was I with this? I was talking about you were. Uh, so you're, you're asking me about like, has there ever been a time that I've ever been overwhelmed? Right. And I'm overwhelmed. There's every single month, but it's but it's your goal to manage that overwhelmment. Like, exactly. and so you have your team. So it's like, it, you know, because if you're if you're at the top, you're the business owner, your chief marketing officer, mm -hmm. marketing director, whatever. Like, you have so many projects coming your way, but then it's up to you to delegate them and project manage mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. to other departments, to you know your team. So is that something that you were saying you, you would be that you were able to do is is the delegation of tasks also? Is that kind of what's helped you grow out of the business? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and the the main thing that taught me that was like the mentors that I've had along the road. And so la like la last year, 2020, I went on a 12 month mentorship uh, with a gentleman named Bob. And he was, you know, ex CEO of Golden Corral, ex CEO of Muscle Maker Grill, uh, president of Pepsi Cola, VP of Pizza Hut, like in his career, he's 68 years old. Wow, wow. And he literally, in January, he works for iCrowd too. And so he wrote like three pages and he was like, Chase, you're doing great, but these are all the things you need to work on. And it was all management, Wonderful. delegation, project project management. And so I just- Next take, level stuff. Yeah, it's just taking it seriously because you need, once when you start really elevating yourself and like, I'm sure y'all have, I'm sure you have, you found someone which is like, hey man, I kind of want to take you underneath my wing. This is what you can do better. They're, you know, it's constructive criticism, mm -hmm. but when you're overwhelmed, it's a, it's a moment of challenge. Yeah. It's a moment of growth. Are you going to step up or are yeah. you going to back down? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because everybody has the option to say no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have the freedom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And usually when you say no is when you give up. Or right. the hardest thing to do is Sometimes when you it can be hard to say no. Yeah, and you need to say no. Yeah. yeah. I wish I would have said no a lot of times <laughs> in the last 10 years. But the, the number one thing that overwhelmed me, and I'll end the overwhelmment on this, is the number one thing that overwhelmed me was saying yes to everything. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and not, yes, underst man. not like, understanding my own boundaries. It's it's tough it's tough to manage because especially as a marketer like there's it's it's such a it's such a vague uh, thing like you're you're supposed to take on so many tasks and it's yep. that list just continues to grow continues to grow continues to yep. grow and and you have to learn how to build a team and 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 delegate those tasks uh, and trust in your team too yeah, absolutely that everyone that everyone's going to be able to hold their part yep you know that trust and then a lot of times when you're working on a project you usually add more to the project because you yourself are the creative and mm -hmm. you're like man what if i did this what if i did this what yep. if i did this and the thing is it's never appreciated because no one ever knows that you did those things right but the thing is you know you went to sleep knowing that you made it better you did the best yeah. thing that you could do yeah. to make it work yeah officially i kind of look at that as like kind of like People who are big brothers, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm the littlest brother out of my group. I always feel yeah. like my older brother took like the brute of the punishment for everything. <laughs> and then I was just like, Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Yeah. Hey, here I am, here I am. Yeah, yeah he's he he did it, Mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember I was crying on the ground one time. My mom comes running upstairs because he's trying to help me up. My mom runs up and just grabs him by the nipples, twists him, turns him up against the wall. <laughs> it's just like, quit messing with your brother. Yep. And they just, you know. But kind of with that creativity thing, you're saying you, it's like you you take all this upon yourself with maybe not even anybody recognizing it mm -hmm. for like, hey, thank you for putting that extra hour in to the detailed part of this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're like, well, I know I did what I did. Even if y'all don't, I do. Yeah. That's why y'all are paying me to do this. Exactly. Because right? I'm a professional. And then, you know, always going the extra mile. Like yeah. if, if you're a person that goes the extra mile, like 
life's going to take care of you. Business is going to take care of you. Yep. Whether, you know, maybe you feel like in a certain situation that, you know, the company that you're with isn't taking care of you. But like I said, if you go to sleep every single night knowing that you're given the extra mile, like like Kevin Hart says, the sun comes up every single day. Yeah. The moon's going to rise every single night. Like life's nothing's going to change. And so, like, if you just continue to strive and just, like, push through, you know, the adversity of all the problems and situations and stresses, like my phone right now, I got... I, I know three text messages that came in over the weekend that were like, Chase, we have a problem. Chase, we have a problem. And I'm just like, can't y'all solve it yourself? <laughs> but they, but they, but they can't because, they can because, you know, they, they come to you because they trust you. Right. And so it's just like, okay, now you have to step up. And it's just like, it, it's you're you're in the you're in the business of creative solutions. That's a good feeling to have, though. It's it, it, it is people people trusting you and yeah. knowing they come to you to solve those problems exactly I, I was i was listening to uh, some a uh, public speaker talking one time and he was talking about the more problems that you can solve for other people the more money you're gonna get paid right the yeah. more problems right. that you can solve for other people is if you can just figure out what their problem is yeah, yeah. solve it yep and then charge yeah. for the service or good yeah professional problem yep. solver it literally goes back to that piece of paper, which is like, hey, this is what I can solve for you. Yeah. Are we dabbing? Exactly. Yeah, we're dabbing, dude. We're dabbing. We're dabbing. <laughs> so it's, it, it literally, I mean, businesses are based off, of, built off problems. I'm a solution to your problem. I'm a yeah. bar. Mm-hmm. People want to drink. Right. Mm-hmm. So I open up a bar. People come drink. Solve yep. the problem. Yep. Problem solved. Yeah. Uh, I want to kind of dive into the mentorship aspect of, yep. a little more. Um, just because it's so important to have guidance in, yep. in, in whatever you're doing. And, and it, it can be kind of hard to find the right mentor. How, how did you go about, you said Bob uh, mentored you. How did you kind of, mm-hmm. how did you go about finding a, a mentor like that? Um, so I've had three major mentors in my life. Yeah. Um, the first one was Mike Dean from Galveston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes in, honestly, like, so I was, de- like, so uh, 2012, I was DJing, and supposedly I, or it might have been 2014. Um, I'm trying to remember the years, and I'm so old now. Um, <laughs> but I'm young. I feel young. But uh, I remember I was DJing, and supposedly, like, I invoked a riot some sort Hell from yeah. DJing. And so I actually got a lifetime ban from Mardi Gras. And I was like, dude, ne- that's never, quite the claim. Yeah, never allowed to ever go again, never allowed to DJ there ever again. Wow. And, uh, word got around that I was doing marketing stuff and so, and so the next year was like hey let's have another conversation so I brought in that piece of paper and uh, so that so I was on from December to you know whether it was like end of February beginning of March whenever Mardi Gras is uh, it's about a three-month contract and I just showed my worth showed my value increased ticket sales viewership built out electric Mardi Gras and um, and then the next year and then so then he was just like all right you're coming on again next year yeah. dude, and so then go he, back to that claim dude mardi gras is the party and they, and they said you party too hard bro i thought i thought h-town happy hour was everything happening in the party man but yeah. that sounds wild yeah mardi, mardi gras is pretty wild you see between 200 and 300,000 people in a two-week period well on the uh, do you do you remember what uh, song you chose that got it started? I was probably playing some Waka Flocka. I go hard enough. On the mic, I, you know, hey, hey, and just, you know, they, they it, turn the lights on and I don't shut the music off. And then, it made people yeah. recognize you, though. Yeah. It made, you know what I'm saying? That's Is that not how you got your yeah. foot in the door? It, it created attention. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, when I was in that moment, I believed, like, that was, like, the best thing to do as, like, the person hosting the party, the like, person entertaining. Like, I, that, that was that was me. Yeah. Like that. Like I don't. I have Screw no these filter. Two rules, man. We're still playing. Yeah. Past two a.m. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so the the mentorship. And so he he took me underneath his wing. And as as we you know continued working with each other over the years, like I would. It took me asking the questions yeah. because a lot of business owners they don't. They'll see it in you. That's why they hired you. Right. But what really is going to set you apart and really get that knowledge uh, from that other person is just calling them and be like, hey, man, can we sit down for two hours? I'm dealing with the situation. And so mm-hmm. he, he helped me a lot with um, a lot of you know personal management situations, how to become a bit better business owner, better marketing person. Um, and then he, he connected me. And then the, the second person was another guy named Mike. 
And he just he took me more on the business side of it um, for about two years. And then Bob came in and Bill, Bill uh, the CEO of iCrowd, has also been a great mentor as well, too. Uh, but Bob, I mean, so we pretty much shared an office. But Bob was the one who reached out to me. It was like, like, I remember us sitting at Whiskey Cake, and he was like, Chase, I want to take you underneath my wing. Yeah. I wanted wow. I, I need to teach you some things. Yeah. He was like, I believe in you. I know you can be, you know, a CMO of a Fortune 500 company. And even though that they that they say that it's still your job to, it, you can lead a horse to water but you can't yep. make him drink. Yep. It's your job to get that to ask those questions. He puts you up. He's like, "Hey, look, I know that you can that you're capable of this." Mm -hmm. And then you said, did he also give you a list of things that you needed yep. to work on, too? He gave me a full-on list, and yeah. I'm going to keep that list till the day I die. Oh, yeah. no, for sure. Yeah. 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 And I just I just went through a performance review uh, pretty much with that and my current my current role and, and some you know other KPIs as well, too. But we had that list out, and then we had another list out, and it was just like crushed it, crushed it, crushed it, crushed it, crushed Checking it. it. We off. can do a little bit better on this one. We can do a little bit better on this one. Killed it. Killed yeah, it. And killed just, it. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. Like, you know, it's... If you can give someone the tools, like I have no, like you said, like y'all were talking about how you're giving like advice on marketing for free and stuff. I can give people like businesses and people advice on marketing and business all day. But it's not you or you yeah. or, or, it's up to or them. anyone. It's up to them to yeah. actually yeah. do it. 100%. Well, but, but even if you tell them the blueprint. Doesn't mean they're going to go do it. Even if you tell them the blueprint, they might just try to dig for your info and then be like, hey, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Happens all the time. And, and, nine, I, and nine, then just. Nine times out of 10, bro. They don't go do it. Nine times out of yeah. ten, they don't go do it. Yeah. And they don't want to pay you to go do it. So, <laughs> sorry. Or they'll say they can do it better. We don't need that information. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, dude. So when I when I worked when I worked for Chick Fil A, I went through I guess some franchise mentorship. But I, but I see mentorship like I I had those three mentors. What'd you do for just for everybody? What'd you do for Chick Fil A? Okay, so I'll, I'll go back. So uh, this is my third franchise company that I work for. Yeah. Uh, the first one was called Beef Strohs. We started um, when I was in my early 20s, started at one location, went to five locations, back down to one location. I was a remote worker from Houston. They were based out of Naples uh, Naples and Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, and the reason why it went from one to five back down to one is because terrible owner, terrible management, terrible investor, just didn't, just didn't know how to do it right. Um, and so then I eventually stepped out of that. And then the second franchise company. What was I your exit strategy for that? Were you just kind of like, hey, y'all are already exiting me out. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah, I, I, remember, your... I remember the email I typed up. I was getting paid $400 a month. Um, <laughs> I, I built the website. I uh, handled a lot of the graphics. I ran their social media. They wouldn't agree to any photo shoots, no nothing, any of that. But it was a $400 check every single month. And yeah. In my early 20s, when you're... You know, hustling Hungry. like trying to make hey, it. that four hundred dollars on that Tuesday. Yeah, like yeah. I'm waiting for that if day. If ramen is twenty five cents <laughs> with tags, I can get eight hundred. Yeah. But actually, um, it came to a point where I had to say no to them. And I remember, I specifically remember the morning. I remember sitting at the table at this house that me, Brian, and my buddy Matt lived in. And I remember looking out the window. It was like eight a.m. I had this whole email typed up, and I was like, I pressed sent. And it was like me, like quitting, like quitting beef shows, and it was just like the biggest weight off the shoulder. Beautiful. And guess what? It led to more opportunities. Yep. Awesome. Because and like when when you're growing a business, you're gonna have to let go of some opportunities to create room for bigger opportunities. Yeah. Right. Growth. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna outgrow stuff. And, and it's so good that you were able to you know to see that. Yep. And go through with that. Yeah. For sure. And so then and so then Chick Fil A. Uh, so that was through Crisp. Um, uh, Chris marketing agency when that when that was a thing and I actually had a buddy who I used to play soccer with and so everything's networking yeah I've I literally I've built my business on not spending one dollar in advertising I built the business on having key relationships mm -hmm. maintain those relationships and leading with integrity within myself and so I had a good you know cool guy back in soccer he knew I was doing marketing hey come hang out like come meet me at Chick-fil-a I forgot it was a, a South Rice um, Chimney Rock in 59 I believe and I sat down with them and was like, well, this is not only an opportunity for one Chick-fil-A, it's an opportunity for three Chick-fil-A's, and this is what we want. We need to get better, we need to recruit more people for hiring, and we need to increase our catering sales. Yeah. So I was like... Can you do that? Yeah. And so I was like, yes, of yeah. course, I can do that, because I'm not going to say no. Absolutely. Chick-fil-A is like, hey, we got yeah. not only one, Even but if I three. don't know how to yeah. do it, I'm right. going to say yes, and I'll figure it out. And I did. And, and <laughs> but, that, but that opportunity happened because... Um, you know, God knew like you were ready for that opportunity. Yeah. Right. That's what I, that's what I was going to mention just a second ago. Being able to that weight that was on your shoulders, that pressure that you yeah. were feeling, that you were like, man, I 
I'm going to go out on faith. Guys, I'm done. Yeah. And then whenever you close that door, you're just like, man, did I make the right choice? God, please, did I make the right choice? Yep. It's funny how the doors open. Yeah. They and, do. And, and sometimes the doors are four times the size. Yep. No, and they are four times the size. But you just have to you have to walk out on faith in that. Exactly. And trust in yep. not only yourself, but in the most high. It's scary. Yeah. They, what they it's say, scary. if 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 uh, opportunity doesn't come knocking, I'm gonna bust the but fucking door. But ring the door down. Oh yeah, bust the fucking door down. Yeah, man. If yeah. it doesn't come knocking, man. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. And then Chick Fil A happened. They started with three locations. <laughs> went up to five. Went to ten. Went to fifteen. Wow. Um, but there was. And it, you were doing the marketing for, or, so, or doing those what they asked you to do for. Yeah. Fifteen of them. Yeah. So marketing is. There's a misconception of marketing. Marketing, if you market for a small business, it doesn't take one person. There's about 25 different pillars of marketing that's in, in, involved in it, like 25 different verticals. Right. Um, but specifically, it was for that. And then, but it came in. So that happened. I finished that project. I built out, you know, uh, a couple Chick Fil A websites, and you know, did some AdWords stuff. Got them number one on Google for you know Houston catering, Houston Chick Fil A catering, nice. which oh, yeah. beat out you know they wanted to beat out their other franchisees too. Absolutely. Um, and so then you know word got out. So you know now I'm going to Mount Bellevue, Baytown. Now I'm going to Humble and Lake Houston uh, to visit it. And they all had different projects like Chase. Like I need photography. <laughs> I need um, I need presentations made. I need employment onboarding. And so it just started becoming like. A, a bigger a, a lot bigger project you were getting more and more responsibility exactly every day but i kept on saying up. yes and yeah. so i was overwhelming myself oh. but at, the, at that time but huh. I, I loved it yeah. I, I loved every minute of it well but some of that pressure some of that pressure is necessary absolutely you know what i mean some of that pressure is good for for the growth of of you yeah. and what you got to do i you perform you need, best under you know, pressure you need pressure right. every day for yeah. sure if you don't have pressure if you're in a relationship with a girl and she's not pressuring you to be a better man you're with the wrong you're in girl the wrong relationship 100 yeah. you gotta yeah. apply pressure Pressure, yeah. always. And, and so on the exit of Chick-fil-A, I didn't understand the exit when I first got into it. I didn't under I didn't know a lot about exit strategies until well, dude, that's also day. that's also you're dealing with the, uh, the the Lord's business now. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how you know how do you really want to exit yeah. those guys? <laughs> so I gotta work one on one with just amazing franchisees. Um, but pretty much what happened is they ended up hiring a bunch of marketing managers, and I would work with all the marketing managers and Worked with them, consulted them, trained them, yeah. and then ex you know, literally within two weeks, exited out of all all the locations. Yeah. And I mean, that was a big, that was a lot of invoicing. For and sure. I, and I went from wow. like doing a bunch of Chick Fil A invoices to the next month, like no Chick Fil A invoices, and you're just like, oh fuck, oh geez. Uh -oh. Um, I just bought that damn Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, damn it, I need more, man. I just bought that stinking Ferrari. I taught Ferrari, everyone man. how to do what I do, and now I can't do what I do anymore because they're doing it. And which is crazy because then that door closed, and look at it now um, with iCryo. We started uh, kind of going to the iCryo store, if that's okay. Yeah, Please let's do, do it. it. Yeah, so uh, iCryo started, like I said, Bill and Kyle started it uh, October 2015 and they kind of brought me on right at the beginning we started at one location we now have 12 open locations mm. uh, across the country we have by the end of this year uh, December 2021 we'll have 24 25 open by the end of 2022 we'll have between 50 and 60 open yeah. and by the end of 2023 we'll have about 110 now is this all projected to be within Texas or where else do y'all have locations so currently we're in Texas Florida Indiana New York I think there's another state, but I'm just gonna say those four right now. Okay. I, I have the map in my head, but yeah, we're in. Well, four, those are four, pretty big four, yeah. spots. We're in four or five states right now. Um, we sold locations in 26 states so far, um, and we're just continuing to sell. Like literally in the next 90 days, you're gonna see announcements of like we just announced that we sold um, over 100 lo franchise locations. Congrats. Uh, and about 30 to 45 days, we're about to announce that we've sold over 200. In about 90 days, we're going to announce that we've sold over 300 locations Damn. across the country. And yeah. that's the third franchise company I've worked with. And it's just an absolute, it's the greatest opportunity of my life because um, every day we get to help people. But it started, like, I had to grow myself out of so many roles in iCryo yeah. because at first I was the graphic designer. And well, web, also you were supposed developer. to. You were supposed to. Yeah. It was designed to be like that. Well, you and know? two, well, you, you, you do those and, and, and then you get some you teach someone else how to do it like you you pave the way and then yep. other people will follow the path yep yeah it, it, easy systemize and yep. work, working with chick-fil-a they were so systemized like why do you think people like they're okay with sitting in like they see the long line and but it's quick 
exactly, and they're okay with it. Yep. But if you see a long line at like Panda Express or Panera Bread, if there's or, more than two cars. I'm like, I'm not wasting no, time. I'm gonna go Taco Bell real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If there's a hundred cars at Chick Fil A, I'm gonna still go because I know I'm gonna get through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, an extra they large that, lemonade. They got that system yeah. down. That's what it's about. It's about creating a system and just and just duplicating it, doing it over and over and over. Yeah, and just constantly like getting better at it. Like I've seen being more efficient. I saw I saw one in Chick Fil A. They just they did so many. Um, back of house renovations in three years and it was just to it was it was, it was for uh, line cooks to put out more sandwiches uh, they would change out like their chicken strip uh, section and then their fried chicken section i don't know if y'all know but chick-fil-a makes everything from scratch mm. like it's not pre-breaded or anything like wow. they're back I did not know they, that's they, why it's so damn delicious they brine their own chicken um, really yep they, they flour their own chicken everything is made fresh that's yeah. why it's just so incredible um and do they do I, i'm not even kidding do they do anything sort of like like you know chicken please be good no thank, i think thank, <laughs> thank you for the sacrifice that you no, want here for this hungry individual they got a bless, sacrifice room in the back 100 pounds of chicken oh lord please. i don't know i don't know no. i don't know no nah, they no nah, they don't they don't but what i can tell you is that they have an absolute amazing culture and, and they, yeah. they believe in the people that they hire hmm. and they just 100 percent support them um and what they want in growth they're it's 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 an incredible company to work for and to be with, and I believe mm -hmm. I took a lot of the items that I learned from Chick Fil A and, and bringing them to iCrowd, not only on the marketing side and operation side, um, the and the training side and the culture side and the hiring side. Uh, it's just like I said, first franchise company was shit. <laughs> Second one was a great opportunity, and then all of a sudden, like within two weeks, I lost all of it. And then you know, five years after like losing that just thriving in a position right now i never thought i would take a desk job or a corporate job same here bro and never imagined it and i get to wake up every single day knowing that i'm here because i created myself to sit right here right I, I deserve it nothing was handed to me i nice. built it i got the experience i got you know i got the scars to yep. prove it yep. my heart hurts like yep. from a yep. lot of situations <laughs> yeah. and sleepless um, nights yeah how many a sleepless lot. nights putting in work yeah you know yeah like all last week was sleepless. <laughs> uh let me ask you this what yeah. what what were some of the, what are some of the biggest obstacles you've had to overcome or struggles you've had in your career of marketing mindset mindset mindset's the biggest biggest obstacle continuing to believe that you can do it yourself um, you know, some days you just feel like you're not worthy yep. and you're not, you're, you're not good enough for the challenge. Um, you had mistakes happen, 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 whether in your control or out of your control as your team out of like uh, something happening to your team. Um, but continuing to have the positive mindset, continuing to lead in your beliefs and your morals and your ethics, um, staying true to yourself, staying true to yourself and just being f fucking being honest with yourself. Yeah. Like I see, I, I I really do see a lot of people who aren't honest with themselves and they don't go through like self-aware performance checks. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like every single month, like I just, I take a step back and like whether, you know, I just remember times like being on the beach or if like I'm stressing, like I'll go to Galveston, I'll go one, I'll go down uh, one of the jetties mm -hmm. and I'll just sit there for like two hours and just like think. Yes. Yeah. And, I yes. Remember, and, I, and I remember last night, even before I went to bed, I was just like reevaluating the week that I had before. Right. And was just like, man, that was all these challenges because you, you do have to make so many decisions and those decisions are, de you know, other people depend on your decisions as well too. And so it's, there's been a lot of times where I've just ha had to be honest with myself. It's like, Chase, you're fucking up. Yeah. You know? yeah, check that's yourself. Real, yeah. That's you real though. Check yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You really do. You should, you should check yourself more than other people check you. A thousand yeah. percent. Uh -huh. Well, because I don't like when no one checks yeah. me. Right. So if, so if I don't like no one else checking me, yeah. then I have to do it to myself. Yeah. And, but then also not waiting for <laughs> someone to check you because you want to man, you, you actually want to manage that check as right. well too. Like go up to your boss and just be like, Hey man, or you know, if it's a lady who's your boss or whatever, be like, what am I doing wrong? What can I do better? Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, what are things that you see? That I could do better, that I could perform better. Absolutely. And just being. They'd probably love to hear that question too. Yeah. yeah you know? Sure. Well, they're like, you will, well, they can give you a, a, a review. They can do, mm -hmm. say, well, you are doing absolutely quite well. I, I know you were late that one day, five minutes late to work, yeah. but I mean, other than that, no. Yeah. All that, you know? All, all that's, the, I mean, as, as a human being, you shouldn't be late to work. You should have, you know, good manners. Yes. You should have good people, like decent people skills. Like, know, know when to adapt to, to like what people that you're talking to, uh -huh. but really focus on, like, don't tell me, like, if someone's telling you to be on time at work, like, 
that's something you should have learned back in school or something. Absolutely. But, but, you know, some days, you know, you do show up late because you have life stuff. You have personal life. Um, The teeth of the traffic on 610, we're trying to get up here. Dude, I know. You know what I mean? Luckily, it opened up. But as long as it's not a consistent thing, because, like, I've had employees. That's when it becomes a problem. Dude, if, if I, when I had employees and they were just, like, constantly late, it's just like, why, why are you putting me through this? But not only why are you putting me through this, why are you putting yourself through it? Because I have a great excuse. Do you want to hear it? No, I don't. Please, it's an excuse that I have. I don't you had to save a cat from a tree. I had to say, I was studying the dictionary also, right? Yeah. I was just reading it. I couldn't make it on time, bro. Yeah. Sorry. It's, yeah, if you're if you're in management and you're continuing to have to like deal with like stuff like you know worrying about people being late or you know not following tasks and stuff like you have the wrong people. Yeah, mm, absolutely. It's just it's just the it's just the foundation you should have for a good employee. Absolutely, for sure. dude, that's huge. Yeah, but the obstacle, the biggest obstacle I can tell you is the mindset. Mindset, just, just definitely. Knowing like what the the day I knew I wanted to be a marketing person and uh, be a business owner. Um, I knew that was the last day that I would ever like stop believing in myself. Yeah. Question yourself. Yeah. 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 I was right. like, okay, I have to do this a five year I goal, found ten it. years, I, fifteen, I found twenty what years. I do. Yeah. Self doubt can be toxic. Yeah. It can be toxic. One hundred percent toxic. You, man. you you have to you have to you have to constantly work on your mindset too. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I was just thinking. I was thinking about it. Like, keep calling my bad. Well, I was just thinking about it because. Uh, People who, who <laughs> sorry to cut you off, You're but this self-talk, some people have so such poor self-talk. Right. Like I've heard, right. like it's so funny. Like <laughs> whenever I hear like a woman go, "I'm such a bad mother," <laughs> in my head I'm like, "You well." You, you know what you're doing yeah. better than anyone. What do you want? Sympathy for me? I don't know you and your yeah, kid, right. man. Maybe you are a bad mom. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's like, don't complain about something if you're not willing to change it. Right. Change it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. they say it's like a nail in your head. Like, you've got a nail in your head, and you're just constantly talking about how this nail in your head hurts. This nail in your head hurts. Fucking take it out. <laughs> like, take the nail out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Fix you, you have the problem. Be, exactly. You have to be willing to uh, recognize you have a problem or recognize like that doubt mm-hmm. and and flip the switch in your head turn it into fuel yeah. use it as energy yeah because i mean they say that two-thirds of your thought are the same every single day and so if you start transitioning those thoughts every single day like i mean there are there there's those thoughts i, I think about them every single day but it's just taking like that it's just, i mean just continuing the self-doubt man it's it, it can, it's hard. It can, no, it can paralyze you too. Yeah, absolutely. It does. It can paralyze you. Like you could, absolutely. like you could be like, I know I have X, Y, and Z. I might not be able to get it. I'm, I'm in this couch. Yeah. I'm laying in the couch. <laughs> Screw this. Yeah. I'm not gonna be able to do it anyway. That kind of stuff. If you if you feel if you feel like that and things like that, you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. You you, maybe you are. Maybe you are overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Or. You can check yourself. Yep. And be like, no, I am capable of this. Yep. I can handle this task. Yep. Ask for help. Yeah. Smack yourself ask in the middle. No one to ask for help. That's the hardest thing in the world to do is to ask for help. You know how many people <laughs> yeah. I've seen just like waste countless hours because they refuse to ask for help. Yep. I'm one of the, I, I love asking yep. for help. Same. I love asking for help. Also, I, I like helping people. Yeah. So it's like it's a it's a it's a two way road. But I also enjoy the, the feeling when someone helps me, like, s- seeing them know they're helping me, mm-hmm. like, I also enjoy that. Yeah, like, same. Huge. There was somebody else I was that I was talking with, a good friend of mine, and she was telling me, because I was telling her the same thing. I was like, man, you know, I don't want to, you know, it, it's hard for people to understand where you're coming from with your hand out. Yep. Like, hey, can you help? And it's not like I'm out asking for coins mm-hmm. or anything like that, but I'm like, man, I, there's something in me where I'm like, you know, I want to be... I feel like I have to deal with my mess, my bed. I have to lay in it. Yep. I made it. But then she's then she said, "Well, if you don't ask, you may be blocking somebody else from being able to bless you. Yeah. Mm. You may be blocking somebody else from their blessing yep. by not asking." Yep. And exactly. I was like, "Damn. She's got a solid point on that. Mm-hmm. I'm still not going to ask you for anything right now because I did my mindset, but let me ponder on that." Yeah. You know, let me think on that. And it, this all kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like when we were saying, like, I, I, I did so much free work and I was trying to teach so many people how to do what I, what, what we were doing mm-hmm. as far as marketing. But 
through that I was learning, like teaching and 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 teaching these people. Yes. I was I was I was learning how to communicate exactly what I was doing, and I was I was I was by teaching them I was learning more and perfecting my craft. Absolutely, yep. And so helping someone it, it's just as beneficial for you mm -hmm. as the, the teacher as, as much exactly as the student. exactly yep so it's so so would you say um like how, how you're able to like master your craft um by doing it over and over and over again not with not only with the same client or person but with like doing the same thing over and over with different businesses do you feel like you got better at your craft absolutely yeah absolutely so one of my favorite little wayne lines is repetition is the father of learning and he's and he said he says it on the carter three and i can tell you right now one of the the best things that has got me to where I'm at now is just repeating what I do. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. It's just like, you know, when Michael Jordan and, and the routine. And, yeah. Just every day shooting free throws shooting every single day. And it's important. That's why that's why you be, that's how you become the greatest, because you constantly practice on it. Yeah. And it goes back. It goes back. So like you get like really good at something and then people will just stop training. They'll just they'll just stop refining their skills right. and it kind of goes like into faith like you know a lot of people go into faith because their life's not doing good they're dealing with issues they've gone through a divorce they've you know having financial issues they just had someone pass away and so then when life starts getting good they start to lose their faith they stop going to church because they're mm. comfortable now because now they got happy and they and they forget that what, what got them there what got them there Correct. and also and also even when everything's are going the most the most well in your life. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to give thanks yeah, for exactly. that exact moment. Because we all know, we, at, at our darkest times, maybe driving when we shouldn't be driving late night, we've all asked God, <laughs> please get me home. Yeah. Okay? So he's been with us in our darkest times. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, don't forget when he got you out of that dark yep. time, hey, now that it's sunshine, thanks for the sunshine. Yep. You know what I mean? And thanks for making and, it. And he's always going to be there through the best of times as well, too, because the thing is, he wants you to win. Just like everybody, and it's you know, it's not even a faith thing. It's like everybody wants you to win. Yeah. Even your haters, they they're hating on you because they don't want you to win, mm -hmm. but they still but want they you to want, win because yeah. they want to still talk shit about they someone. They want to hate. They exactly. want to hate. Haters are gonna hate. You know what? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hi, haters. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, the thing is, like, if you have the mentality of like, you know, you're surrounded by people that want you to win, and you know, every you know, I, I know this got into faith, which is. I didn't mean it for it to it's go into that, but, it, but, but the way, like, the, like how I see, like, how heaven is just, like, you have so many people in heaven, they're looking down on you, looking down at you, and they're just like, yo, come on, come on, you got you this, and this. they're like, they're, and then you do it, then you do it, and they're like, man, good job, all right, what's the next challenge, you know, they, they got your back, so you mm -hmm. have, like, this whole team of supporters, and so, like, when you're an entrepreneur, like, when, when you're living like a business owner lifestyle, or living in your passion, or living in your dream, it is, it's very lonely. Yeah. Because you're the only person who's believing in yourself. Like you're not a you're not a follower. You're a leader. Right. And mm -hmm. so it's like, where do you find that self motivation? Where do you find that self inspiration? Like, how do you keep that? How do you keep gas in your tank? And so you have to find gas and like you have to find all this motivation in a bunch of different ways. Like chasing dreams. Chasing dreams, baby. Chasing dreams. Yeah. And so just you have know, to throw that back out there yeah. to regroup from the front. Yeah. You know what I mean? and, yeah. and so it's crazy because it has come full circle. Yeah. Because you know, as as much as I was, you know, wanting to, you know chase other people's dreams there was a dream that i wanted to chase and it became to a point like and at some points you do have to become selfish and, yes and literally like it like the reason why i separated from crisp was so i can become selfish and step into i, I got tired of doing the same stuff for small businesses so like, so so that's that's one thing that i wrote down routine becoming the greatest uh in those routines that you do uh one of the things that a lot of people like to let mess them up is the ups and downs that happen with life. Oh, uh, someone's running. Instead of being like, "Hey, I don't care what your problem is." Yeah, I have, I have my routine. Your mic, mic check, mic there check, one two. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I have my routine that yeah. I have to be a part of, and I have to do it. And I am so vigilant about what I have to do in my mm -hmm. routine. You know, if and you're it, not, no one else is gonna. Exactly. Exactly. I remember it, it was so funny. One time, I was uh, talking with a, uh, a friend lady friend and i was like it, and i was like man I'm, I'm trying to get in this routine like mentally i was talking to myself mm -hmm. i'm trying to get into this routine i need to get into a routine that i like and i was starting to run and then i was going to kroger to buy mm -hmm. my food and then at a certain point like i was i would i was talking to her for a while and she was like you're just in this routine every day aren't you yeah. and i was like yes 
Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes, yes. I am. Aren't yes. I? Yep. Yes, uh, I am. Aren't I? Yep. You know. Routines get a lot of bad rap, but it, it's it's so important. Like, uh, I'm actually. Full disclosure, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bipolar, but uh, <laughs> so when I was seeing a psychiatrist, two polar stuff, bears. Yeah, when, I was, bipolar. when I was seeing a psychiatrist <laughs> and stuff, like uh, she was explaining to me how important, like I've always been against routine growing up and stuff. I was yeah. like, yo, I'm shoot from the hip. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and she explained it to me like routine is good. Like, you know, having a, a time you wake up, having having like doing the same things, it builds structure in your life. And, and and doing the same things every day, making your bed even, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or or going to the gym, or eating at a specific picking up time. those damn clothes that you threw on the ground. Yep. Men, especially men, like men thrive from routine. Yep. Like we thrive from routine. We also also what? It's just so funny how we have we have to discipline ourselves for we it. We have to because because it's like it's easy to hang out on the couch, you know, play video games and do nothing. Mm-hmm. It's easy. But you know, you're having to force yourself, like you said, we thrive on that. Yeah. Yeah. We really do. How much better are you doing that you're waking up every single day, hitting the fucking gym? Six months strong. You know bro. what I'm saying? Start my day off with the gym with a win. I purler. Yeah. I purler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see that video? Yeah, I've been I've been watching them. Hey, hey, we'll, we'll see. Hey, he made hey. me do this video a while ago. I didn't want to do it, right? I didn't want to do it at first because I was like, no, 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 no. He's like, Evan, be the vanilla gorilla in the gym. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. And he was like, do it. All right, all right, all right. And we made the video, dude, he and it was it. just... He loved doing it. I yeah. loved doing it. <laughs> I did. I got to, ooh, 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 you know, bounce around in the gym, yep. and, and, and then your your voice edits on it were awesome. Ah! <laughs> whatever you were doing, man. Yeah, man, hilarious. But, but routine, it, it sets the tone for your whole life. Like... Even even starting the day off and, and accomplishing goals, it just it starts your day off right and you accomplish goals. You continue to check those goals off throughout the day. I think I think like I said, routine gets a lot of bad rap. Like people are like, Oh, it's just so boring. But so I think damn they're important. boring. Yeah. Maybe they're boring. Mm-hmm. So they don't have anything that, that they can attach themselves to. Man, I feel like my life's gonna change after this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I'm serious. Routine, this, is, this is great. Yeah, man. routine. Routine's really good for your personal life, but then routine is really good for your business life as well Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And you're you're just constantly building like systems in your life that make you feel better. You're constantly building systems in your business to make your business perform better. And so it it goes back to you know. You know, when you're down in the down in the deeps and you're looking for help, and then when you're doing good, you're not looking for help anymore. It's it's recognizing that these are all the things that are going really well. These are all the systems that are going really well. How can I make it better? And then that's how you beca- keep becoming better and better and better. I I I have friends. I see people that you know, family members that happen. You know, they go up and then they go down, yeah. and then they go up and then they go down. I mean, and I, it's I, and it's. I feel sometimes. I feel sometimes victim. I feel victim to that sometimes as yeah. well. You know, I mean, we all are. Sometimes yeah. being a little inconsistent. And I mean, I, I just, you know, you got to be the first to admit, like you say, you got to be able to, uh, you know, review yourself and check yourself. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes I can be like, you know, hyper focused on this awesome thing. And then, yeah. Yep. Yep. Not anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> right. why? Yeah. I don't know. Well, then, you know? yeah. And then it's also, um, you know, I know we're talking about marketing and business and, you know, self motivation and, all that stuff but the thing the question that everybody has to ask themselves is like where what is my goal mm-hmm. do i want to be here in a company do i want to be here as an athlete where where what where do i want to be how do i achieve that and do i want to be better than that yeah a lot of people don't think most people don't think that big that they a lot of people think they can't do most it most people are told what to think yeah and the thing is, it's the most simple thing in the world to do. All it is is just doing it. I don't know if y'all have ever seen Shia movie, LaBeouf. Uh, no, have, oh. have, have y'all ever seen a, call, a movie called Bleed for This? I have not. Okay, no, on, on Netflix t- tonight, tomorrow, watch Bleed for This. It's about a professional boxer in the late '80s, early '90s, yeah. and he actually um, he like breaks his neck and uh, in a uh, in a car accident and. He actually has to get nails. He gets a halo procedure done to him. And so he has to put nails in his head. And what reminded me was you were telling me, like, if you have a nail in your head, just take it out. And so uh, the doctor was saying, you'll never box again. You'll never box again. It's impossible. You can't do it. And mm-hmm. the whole time in his head, he's like, you're, you're telling me how easy it is to not do it. But I'm going to show you how easy it is to, to do, do, it. do it. And, you know, and I just remember this specific scene in the movie when he's getting the, the halo um, procedure taken out. Usually they give you, like, a, a strong... Uh, painkiller while you're taking these nails are inside of his skull mm. and so he t- he 
does it with no pain medication, just takes him out, and he's in so much pain, and he ends up, you know, winning, uh, I believe it was a middleweight right after the procedure, and just wow. dominated the boxing world, proved everybody wrong, and at the end of the movie, he literally goes, it was that simple to do it. Yeah. All I had to do was just believe in myself, not listen to everybody, pour, put horse blinders on, and just believe in myself. And, Bro, and I just want to highlight that for the whole narrative of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, believe in yourself, put yeah. horse blinders on, and just go do it. Yeah, just do it. And just go do just it, man. Just do it. Just yeah. do it, Shia. Yeah. <laughs> man, I love that video. I know, right? It's so epic. Man, we've gotten a lot of good information from you, man. Yeah. It was wonderful. I to can't hear believe it. it was an hour already. Bro, yeah. just it like that, flies by just like it. that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Man, we, we we got you, man from from iCryo, Chick Fil A, SB, uh, South Beach, South Beach music South team, Beach music team. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, uh, yeah. then uh, Shout you know Chick Fil A, Crisp, and all that, man, and just you know your hard working routine, man. Yeah. And uh, we you know, appreciate you coming stay on. Stay focused. When some doors close, the bigger, better ones open. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, they just do. And, 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 and congratulations and thanks for coming yep. out. And just surround yourself around amazing people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll cool. praise the most high. Yeah. All <laughs> right. I appreciate it, fellas. Oh, yeah, man. H Town Happy Hour, episode H Town Happy Hour. H Episode seven is in the books. Number one yeah. podcast in the world. The number one podcast. I want to be back on. Uh, we we're gonna. I want to be back on after we open up our hundredth location. Okay. Bet. And I want to talk about the struggles that it takes We'd to love. open up to, sc- to truly scale a business. We scaled it from one to twelve, one to a hundred. I want to tell that story. We to would y'all. love to hear it. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. I think the viewers would love to hear it as well. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Cool, man. Absolutely. Right. Thank you, everybody. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Check out next week, every Sunday at 6 p.m. Y'all know what time it is. 6 o'clock, H-Town Happy Hour on Sundays. Thank you. Number one podcast in the world. World.